The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio, of, for, and by you, the people. Live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Call in with your thoughts at 888-6-LESLIE. No woman here today hosting, although Leslie will be back tomorrow, we are going to be talking about an issue that affects not only women, but men as well. However, it does tend to disproportionately affect women, so I wanted to make sure we brought on a very uh, good guest who's going to be talking with us about this topic. Her name is Kate Black, the Executive Director at American Women an affiliated organization of Emily's List. American Women works to amplify women's voices across the country. In this role, she leads the organization's strategic vision, research, and outreach with allies and partners. Now, the issue we're going to be talking about is paid family leave or uh, paid medical leave. Uh, You've heard it used a lot of different ways, especially in the Democratic debate. It was talked about very much, not very much in the Republican debates, or at least not in a positive way like it was in the Democratic debate, but it is an issue that affects uh, both, like I said, men, women, Republicans, and Democrats, and there's some concerning news uh, because, well, before we get to what Paul Ryan most recently said, we're going to hear what he had to say in his press conference where he was kind of laying out his demands as to what he would want Uh, in order to be able to serve as House Speaker, while also taking some time uh, for what's most important to him, he says. Here's a quick clip about what he said in his speech, and then you'll see why he had to be asked about it again. I cannot and I will not give up my family time. So that's what he had to say regarding his family. He didn't want to give up his family time. He wanted to be able to spend weekends with his family still. Paul Ryan, a young father, uh, you know, spends a lot of time with, I believe he has two kids. So a lot of people were saying, oh, okay, well, you know, even though you haven't supported paid family leave or paid medical leave, um, maybe you will now or have some type of policy that would support it, you know, having the government uh, fund uh, part of this, since we're pretty much the only industrialized nation besides, I think, Papua New Guinea, who doesn't have paid medical leave or paid family leave. Um, so this was what Paul Ryan was then asked in an interview on Fox News Channel. Here's what he said regarding paid family leave. In, in saying that you would accept the speakership, uh, Mr. Speaker, you said that you wouldn't take the job if it interferes with your family time, which has opened up a national conversation about the importance of spending time with your family. And there are many people in this country who would like to see you make your first priority legislation that gives people the backing of the federal government so that they can have time with their families. Would you make that one of your So I don't think people ask me to be speaker so that I can take more money from hardworking taxpayers to create some new federal entitlement. But I think people want to have members of Congress that represent them, that are like them. Don't you want your member of Congress to be a citizen legislator who lives with you, among you, who, who has your own kinds of concerns, who, who, who wants to spend time with his children on Saturdays and Sundays? I'm going to keep living in Janesville, Wisconsin, where I'm from, where I raised my family. I'm going to keep going back and forth to D.C. And yes, Sundays are going to be family days, and Saturdays are family and constituent days. 
That, I think, is what most people want in their life, is a balance. So if you're asking me, because I want to spend, uh, I want to continue being the best dad and husband and speaker I can be, getting that work-life balance correct means I should sign up for some new unfunded entitlement? That doesn't make any sense to me. Now, Kate, before I say something on air I'll get fined for, I want to bring you in uh, to cool me off a little bit. and uh, Or if you just want to go off on Paul Ryan, feel free to as well. But uh, what do you, is the hypocrisy, is he just dripping wet with hypocrisy with these comments? Absolutely. Um, thanks for having me, Mark. Uh, I think your lead-in uh, audio was great to kind of highlight um, the hypocrisy that Paul Ryan and, frankly, the Republican Party, which he now leads, uh, has been exhibiting for, for years, right? Um, I think it's really interesting that, that Paul Ryan says that he um, expects that people want legislators who look like them and who want the same things as them. Um, but in reality, he's really saying that only he can have family time, um, only he can publicly demand that uh, to get a promotion that he should get more time with his family. I think in reality, most people um, would agree with me when, when I say that um, what he's really saying is for people who have the power like me, the money like me, and the luxury to demand that like me. Yeah, exactly. And his staff, his own staffers have paid family leave, yet he won't you know, introduce any legislation or even agree to legislation that's been introduced by Democrats in order to you know fund this. Before we get into um, the kind of alternative, the Republican alternative. I've heard him mention in a couple of different stories. Uh, there was a bill that was introduced um, that you know basically would make people forfeit their their uh, time and a half pay for the chance to stay home with their family, which is <laughs> it, it does like pretty much nothing to help people. It's kind of just a cop out in my opinion. But before we kind of get into that, let's talk about what paid family leave should look like and what your organization thinks would be a good policy and how things would work if it was up to you and why you think that our legislators should listen and um, basically pass a bill like this. Well, I think you raise an important point, and this is a great opportunity to kind of um, talk about the proposals that are currently on the table. Um, right now, there's a bill in the Senate called the Family Act, which has been introduced by um, Senator Kirsten Gillibrand. Um, the Family Act would do a couple of really important things. Um, one, it would provide both family and medical leave uh, for, for working uh, families in this country. And it's important to say that, that family and medical leave means that if um, you have had a new baby and you wanted to take time off to, to bond and care for that new baby, um, that is something you could do. Also, if you needed to take care of yourself, if you were in an accident or if you yourself were ill, that you needed to take time away from your job, um, you would have that ability. Or maybe you need to take care of an aging parent, um, like so many of us do. Um, that you wouldn't have to risk going into bankruptcy or debt or even lose your job um, to make uh, to make amends for those types of life events that, frankly, everyone kind of goes through at some point. Um, so the Family Act would guarantee that workers um, have access to this paid family and medical leave up to 12 weeks of it. Um, it also provides universal coverage regardless of where you work, um, what job you do, or even if you're self-employed. And that's an important distinction between the Family Act and and what some Republicans um, um, have proposed. Um, this would allow you to have this universal coverage no matter um, if you lose your job or you want to change jobs. Um, and it really does help every working family get a fair shot at success um, instead of holding people back. Now, uh, talking about kind of what our the makeup of our nation is, you know, one of the questions 
that was asked in a different interview to Paul Ryan, you know, because he is younger, it's basically was saying it, it's not like the times of a lot of the older legislators in Congress maybe went through with being young parents um, where, you know, maybe what, there was one parent working and one parent was able to be home with the children. I think it's just reality for most of us that not only do we work, but usually our, our partner or spouse works. Um, and it's been that way pretty much for, you know, most of our lives. So this kind of is a necessity, whereas in the past, maybe you could argue, you know, it would have been quote unquote a luxury. But now this is something that, like you said, it's bankrupting people. People are losing their jobs over it or they're forfeiting time that is so important that studies have shown is so important to spend the developing moments with your child right after they're born. That bonding is critical. And to be without those, it's you can't put it into some financial cost uh, as far as, you know, what it costs you in that relationship with your child or, you know, the bonding that you have. But speak a little bit about the changing, uh, you know, American family and why this is really a necessity, though. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head in that that our families have really changed, but our workplace policies have not kept up, right? Um, Two-thirds of families are now um, have a woman as the co- or primary breadwinner of that family. Um, And it's really important that our workplace initiatives and policies reflect that changing dynamic. Um, I think, you know, when people need to take paid family or medical leave, they're doing it so that because they want that economic security. Um, you know, I think paid family leave offers people an opportunity, like you said, to bond with that new child. Um, but it also, you know, in cold and flu season, allows people if they get dramatically ill and they need to take time away from their job that they're not at risk of losing that job. Um, and I think, you know, even though our country is coming out of a recession, um, it's important to remember that these are. The the things that keep people um, feeling secure, these types of policies. And it's really important that we talk about the benefits of them and advocate for them um, in this kind of national um, discussion, especially in a presidential election year. Before we get into that, because I think there was some promising, you know, uh, comments during the Democratic debate, not so much, especially with Carly Fiorina, just not not that all women are supposed to be, you know, caring for women as a whole. I think that's almost kind of sexist to think about it that way. But it was ironic hearing her rail against it and, and talk about, you know, paid family leave the way she did. But if you look right. at what she did as CEO of, you know, Hewlett Packard, it's not surprising where she values workers. But before we go into that, um, you had kind of mentioned, uh, you, you hit on something that I think we could bring up a bigger point in, which is people who would stay home when they were sick. Now, corporations and businesses should be for this because there's many studies that show that when people go to work sick, they actually get other people sick and it hurts productivity. So this is something that, yes, it might cost some money on the front end, but it will actually help with worker productivity and help businesses, you know, in the long run. Isn't that correct? It's 100% right. Um, I think both um, policies that support earned paid sick time um, and paid family leave does um, two important things. One is it improves morale, frankly, to know that your company or your work site um, benefits uh, or encourages you to take that time off to care for yourself or your family if you need to is really important. The second thing that these policies do is it, it 
it's an incentive for, for new employees to want to come on board. The reality of our workplaces now and of our um, economy is that new employees, are, they're looking for these benefits to be put in place um, when they're, you know, figuring out their landscape. When they're looking at maybe two companies and maybe which one to apply to, the one that offers the nicer benefits package, which may include paid family leave or earned sick time, that's the one that's going to be more attractive. And frankly, if we want our economy to succeed, we need to be offering these policies so that we can attract the best and the brightest. Well, it's absolutely true, especially when you compare you know, to all these other nations that have it, and we don't. Um, going into uh, the break, I'm going to just throw something out to Kate and have her answer on the other side, but... A lot of critics of paid family leave, basically, like you heard Paul Ryan use the talking point that it's unfunded, that it's an unfunded mandate. So let's talk about the money. Let's talk about how it's funded. And is this really, quote unquote, an unfunded mandate? Because the closer you look, it, it doesn't seem that way. I think it's just more of a talking point than reality. But we'll find out on the other side of our break with Kate Black, who is the executive director at American Women, an affiliated organization of the Great Emily's List. If you'd like to ask Kate or myself a question or just join in with a comment, the number to do so is 8886-LESLIE. That's 888-653-7543. This is Mark Grimaldi in for Leslie Marshall. Welcome back to the Leslie Marshall Show. This is Mark Grimaldi, Leslie's executive producer, filling in for Leslie today. She will be back tomorrow at her normal time of 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. In the meantime, I am joined in this half hour by Kate Black, who is the executive director at American Women, an affiliated organization of Emily's List. Since launching in September 2013, American Women has worked to establish itself as the research hub on economic security issues for women and families. You can find out more about their organization at AmericanWomen.org, and you can follow Kate on Twitter, a good follow I would recommend. It's at KateBlackDC. And before the break, we were starting to talk about how the program uh, is funded. So, Kate, why don't you tell us about the Family Act? Is it an unfunded mandate, as Paul Ryan says, or... Or uh, is that not the case? Well, I think the important thing to remember when talking about the Family Act um, is that it really creates um, a paid leave program that's um, not a luxury but a right for, for every working person in, the, in this country. Um, so the way that it would be paid for would be through employee and employer contributions. Um, now, I know Republicans will get scared at that idea, but just to put it into context uh, for folks, um, to have uh, up to 12 weeks of paid family or medical leave to take when you need it, it would cost an employee um, about a dollar fifty every week, um, which is less than what we pay wow, for Starbucks. It's less than you know what most people pay uh, for their daily lunch. Um, and I think it, for that amount of money, we can afford to to make this a priority. Absolutely, I didn't know it was that low. I'm happy I asked. I mean, I think I, I I'd love to see a poll as to how many people knowing that number would would sign up for something like this. I'm sure it would be just. <laughs> insanely high. Um, I know I would, and I'm sure most of our audience would. Um, now, going into, you know, the debates, as we had mentioned, you know, I heard some promising talk from the Democratic candidates, you know, Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, Martin O'Malley in the first debate. Um, but on the Republican side, you know, you heard them rallying against it. Uh, if we are to have 
uh, a good chance of having this passed. Is it is it pretty straightforward that um, Americans really are going to want to vote for whoever the the Democrat is uh, in the general election and before then? Um, what type of you know, pressure should we be putting on our Democratic candidates to make sure that they make this a priority? You know, how do you see that kind of going or do you think they're already doing a good job? Well, I think um, the the contrast is very clear between the Democrats and the Republicans um, on this issue. Like you said, uh, we've seen this be a top priority uh, in the Democratic debate. There's a lively discussion about it, and not just paid family and medical leave, but also equal pay and raising the minimum wage and affordable child care, right, making sure that affordable child care is within reach for, for working families. That was clearly a top concern across the Democratic um, stage the other night. But, however, we've seen three primetime Republican debates, Ugh. and so far it's not been mentioned once. Um, and I think what we can do most of all and what your listeners can do is hold Republicans accountable. Um, we need to hold them accountable when they put forth just uh, kind of sham plans or, or talking points that really only amount to, you know, or worth the paper that they're printed on, um, but also uplift the champions, right? When, when Democratic candidates put forth a plan um, and outline their policies, it's really important that we um, make sure that we're um, uplifting that and celebrating it. Now, um we have just about 90 seconds left, so I just want to give you an opportunity to kind of leave our audience with whatever you feel, you know, the most important thing is uh, to, to leave them with about this. Uh, but before we do, I just want to thank you for joining us and remind everyone to please visit AmericanWomen.org. And you can check out Kate's Twitter handle at KateBlackDC. Kate, I'll give you the last word here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Uh um, I think the most important thing is that people know that uh, you're really empowered by your vote. Um, and if you're looking for information, definitely go to AmericanWomen.org. Um, at our website, you can find uh, a lot of information about the stuff that we've talked about today, paid family leave. But you can also find some state-specific information, how these issues um, are impacting working families in your state. So, for instance, if you'd like to see um, how Paul Ryan's neighbors are faring in Wisconsin, uh, where 50% of minimum wage workers are women, uh, who I'm sure would love to have time with their families. You can certainly do that. But you can also see in which states child care costs more than in-state tuition um, or where how your state fares on equal pay for, for equal work. Um, so I encourage people to get educated and be advocates on these important issues. A great resource to have, definitely. We look forward to uh, having you on again in the future. Kate, again, thank you very much. That was Kate Black, the Executive Director at American Women, an affiliated organization of Emily's List.